What's up, everybody? This is FTW with Ahmad Khan, part of the Dot Esports Podcast Network. I'm Ahmad Khan of Tom's Guide. Schalke Novier Esports has exited the LEC. It sold its slot to Team BDS for $31.54 million, the second highest in Western League of Legends history. The sale was forced not because of difficulty in the esports space, but rather in the soccer space. Schalke Novier is a German soccer club that's been around since 1904. Much of its finances come from competing in the Bundesliga. Germany's top soccer league, but after a shaky 2020 season, it was relegated down to the second Bundesliga. This was a huge blow, especially financially. The team currently has $258 million in debt. Last summer, Schalke began exploring sale of its LEC slot. Schalke Esports' managing director, Tim Rakard, told Dot Esports that the organization, quote, needed the biggest cash out and the biggest cash out is purely the sale of the LEC slot, end quote. Team PDS is a Swiss esports organization that competes in Fortnite, Rainbow Six, FIFA, Rocket League, Trackmania, and Valorant. Its League of Legends team was competing in the La Ligue Francaise, but now that the team has acquired Schalke Novier's spot, it will move up to the LEC. BDS strategy director Alexander Lopez and executive director Renaud Pierre Bejot told Dot Esports, quote, For us, joining the LEC was an ultimate goal and an unmissable opportunity should it ever arise. Joining me today to discuss last week's development is Dot Esports' investigative reporter, Pablo Bloop Suarez. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's a pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. So let's step back and let's kind of understand how the situation unfolded with Schalke and its esports team. Uh, so, I mean, this is Schalke is one of like the largest football leagues in Europe. How did it essentially get into the financial mess that it is in right now? Yeah, so they are the some of the most um, famous teams in the in the Bundesliga, but they basically struggle a lot with the with the COVID pandemic um, that we that we entered last year in 2020. Um, basically, the the results weren't the best, also in the in the team, and uh, the atmosphere was kind of complicated with no revenue at all um, with the pandemic. Uh, you know, um, every every single um fans in home uh, without be able to go to the stadium and it's important to say that the stadium is a uh, property of Schalke so they have to cover all the cost and the and the maintenance of that um without any kind of revenue from from the stadium itself and from the matches and uh, also they have uh, some problems with their former CEO that has a, a quite big scandal during in Germany, uh, because a uh, COVID outbreak um, last year in in a fabric uh, in a factories uh, that he's uh, the the property. So um, basically, that was kind of the um, thing that made Schalke end up in this situation. Apart from the thing and the final, um, you know, the the final um, thing that made them uh, to decide to. To leave the the LEC, despite the the people in the in the staff um, on the esports side didn't want to, is because the football team uh, were relegated to um, the second division, which obviously means um, a lot less revenue from TV and also losing some fans, losing a a bunch of money. So um, yeah, they had a, a debt. Um, I think the the German government said that the death of Schalke. At some point, were um, two hundred uh, million dollars or two hundred ten million dollars, something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, pretty huge. Um, they are receiving some some cash out from this, and uh, also actually this this sell uh, can be can be saved in the the whole team, like the full team. 
Okay. Well, you know, by kind of pinning a lot of its financial struggles on the COVID-19 pandemic, wouldn't that suggest that a bunch of other teams are also in debt because of uh, because of the events of 2019 and 2020? Yeah, probably, probably. But, um, you know, Schalke, um, I think it was the only team that had all these problems in the worst possible time, uh, like with the mm-hmm. pandemic, like struggling in terms of of results, um, also having their own stadium to to maintain. You know, some other teams have the um, their their stadiums um, owned by the uh, you know the the local government. So yeah. um, that's easier to to keep when you have you know bad results. You have a, a pretty big amount of money to to cover that uh, that bad days. But for Schalke, it was kind of different. So I think that's uh, the main difference. And what uh, made them ending in this uh, unfortunate situation? Mm-hmm. I mean, what is the situation like with the uh, Schalke 04 esports teams? I mean, are I, I assume this is only affecting its. Le- I mean, its League of Legends squad at the moment. But um, I mean, what is the mood over there? Yeah, so it's um, it's weird because. Um, like in football, everything stopped, right? Like the the calendar stopped, uh, fans stopped going to the studio, whatever. But the good part about the 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 esports team in this pandemic is that the competitions were keeping like kind of the same, being offline. But you know they are able to play, and they are all together, like in their gaming house or office or whatever. And uh, also, um, Team Breaker told us that the team was profitable. Uh, at this point, so yeah, I think they are the esports teams probably not struggling a lot like the the football teams or any other sport kinda because the the competitions you know were were ahead even with the with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, another thing that I wanted to touch on was the fact that Salke had uh, you know earlier this year Felix. Uh, Abedage Brown was sold to 100 Thieves for $1 million. But Schalke was already exploring the sale of its team since last summer. So why make this very expensive sale um, earlier this year? Was it to try to extract more money? Or uh, is there some greater strategic I don't know, uh, maneuvering yeah, that I'm not aware of? It's like a desperate last call for keeping the spot. Um, they were exploring options since a bunch of time now but um it wasn't until the the relegation a couple of years ago uh, months ago sorry that uh, they decided to that they they were you know obligated to 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 sell the to sell the slot so um the transfer of abedago was uh, as i mentioned like a kind of desperate call um they made a bunch of money and uh, you know that makes your your business um like more established and and that and that obviously brings some some potential investors and some potential like strategic partners um uh, to to inject some 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 cash out to the team and maybe um save it but uh, yeah it was not the case um it failed um unfortunately so so yeah Schalke had to to sell um and it's important to to mention that the um, the Alicia slots at the beginning of the franchises are estimated on a um, 12 million value. So yeah, um, that were up in 
a little more than two years and with the pandemic and everything. So um, they will probably also want to keep it because the the price of selling in four, three years, if everything goes as expected in terms of the competition and, and the viewership, um, the, the price will be higher for sure. <laughs> and I mean, when it comes to the staff that's currently there, I mean, there's been, some, uh, according to your piece that you reported, that uh, Team BDS might actually take some of the staff. Uh, I mean, what important members are being eyed by Team BDS? Yeah, so you have like five decent players, I would say, some some of them more interesting than others. For example, Broken Blade is like a top, top laner at this moment. And uh, we'll end contract as the same as uh, the rest of the teammates, despite um, the fact that the mid laner Nuclear Int um, ends contract next year, but they are um, allowing him to look for opportunities just like the the rest of the teammates. But yeah, you have uh, like four potential players for your team. You have also um, to build a, a full staff from from the scratch with managers, with uh, you know psychologists in some cases, coaches, etc. Um, so yeah, uh, Schalke is already established as a good team in the LEC. So they will probably want to be more safe, like taking the basis from 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 Schalke. Um, you know, some of the maybe coaches, maybe managers, um, these kind of people that makes uh, an esports team work. You know, the the team, correct me if I'm wrong, has been around since 2016. Yeah. Overall, I mean, how competitive was it in the LEC? Yeah, they were, I think they had like four playoffs appearances during this, these years. They were on the ULCS and uh, they actually made it to the finals against Fnatic in the last split of the of the former known as um ulcs now lec so yeah they made it into one final with uh people like nuke duck uh people like uh Giotto, um that are are also upset that is now in in fanatic um yeah basically they had a, a decent um a decent run um throughout the years and also the the very popular um shock america run where they made it to playoffs with a very very bad start. I don't remember. I think it was like one eight or something, and they made like ten eight and made it into playoffs. So yeah, kind of crazy. And uh, they were getting uh, some popularity during this these last months, um, basically because of the of the micro run. Uh, so Team BDS was previously competing in La Liga Francaise, and now that it's in the LEC. How big of a lift will the team have to make to really be competitive against the top players in Europe? Yeah, I, they mentioned that they want to use some players from the academy. Um, mm -hmm. They are kind of competitive, and there are names that uh, sounded for 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 some teams in you know LCS, uh, LEC, like Chico Midlaner, or these kind of players. But um, yeah, they will probably use some of them, some others from Schalke, and maybe some rookies. Um, it's a trend that the the rookie teams are working on the LEC. Like um, current champions, Mad Lions is a a team that uh, had rookies during his short but intense run in the LEC so far. Like uh, Carsey first year, same for Humanate with the Splice at the moment. Um, now Aljoya, rookie of the split and champion in his first split. So. They will probably go with something like that because it's, you know, it's kind of like 
a roulette in some somehow. Um, you can you can have a very competitive team or a, a very average team. Um, but yeah, it's probably cheaper than having super veterans or superstars or whatever. So they will probably go with with some rookies um, and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And throughout this entire, I guess, drama, what does it say to you that once a team like Schalke was in financial trouble, that the first thing it went for was to excise its esports team? Yeah, I think this is a no present case because you know it's not because a poor managed by the staff of the esports team it was more like a consequence of something that you don't have any power on like the football team so yeah it's kind of like the football teams or the esports team based in football teams are a bit coin flip somehow because you don't really really depend on 100% on yourself so I don't think it's something to be worried about because, you know, it was not like the LEC is not uh, profitable. Actually, as I mentioned, uh, Tim told us that they were profitable at, at this point. So, yeah, I won't take this as a reference for the future. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, what does this mean for Schalke fans or for German league fans moving forward? Um, They will be... It's going to be kind of sad, but you... As an LEC fan, and also, I guess as a as a um, as a Schalke fan too, um, you were probably prepared for this because there were rumors flying around for months now, and uh, you you could kind of see it coming. But yeah, must be must be for sure sad for them. Um, they will probably need another team to cheer now. Some of them will go for BDS. Uh, some of them. I don't know, G2, Mad Lions, Fanatic, whatever. But um, yeah, it's it's a bit sad for them. Well, Pablo, with that, thank you so much for jumping on the show. No problem. Thank you for inviting me, man. And that was FTW with Ahmad Khan, part of the .esports podcast network. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and share. For full transcripts of the show, head on over to ftwamad.com. To follow Pablo and the work he's doing at Dot, you can find him at bloopgg on Twitter. To follow me and my work over at Tom's Guide, find me at Imad on Twitter. This episode was produced by Henrique Demore and Jacob Wolf. Executive producers are Kevin Morris and Thomas Tischio. With that, we'll catch you guys next week.